Welcome to another edition of the podcast. It's May 8th. It's just me and Dix tonight. So let's give him a call, get right into it. Here we go. Yo, yo. What's up, Diggs? What's up, buddy? You know, just a little little this, a little that. Oh, dude. A little bit this, a little bit of that. You want to know what's suave? What's suave? Tomorrow, UFC 249, empty arena. Joe Rogan was talking about it. Only him and two other people are at the thing and they're going to be surrounding the, have you heard about any of it? No, no, I've, I've been kind of checked out at UFC for a while. Not for any particular reason, yeah. but just, it's, I don't know. There's just a lot going on and it's hard to keep up, you know? Well, I don't know who's fighting and stuff like that, but it's, uh, they're fighting down in Florida and in order for Florida to allow them to do this, they all had to get the test the COVID test. Oh yeah. That makes, so, that makes sense. So he got the COVID test and then he got the antibody test too. And he came back negative for both. And the other two people that are going to be doing the commentating with him. Yeah. Came back full negative too, but they won't let them sit next to each other. They have to be like on separate sides. It's a fucking octagon. It's wild. It's like, really? It's not they're naked. I mean, what's the ass? I mean, it's just the strict, thing that Florida is going by right now is that uh, they're not allowing that type of contact with people, even though two guys are going to get in a ring and beat the shit out of each other throughout the night. And they're commentating on that. There's going to be blood and sweat all over the place. But if you're a commentator, you can't sit next to your commentating, but he was, he was joking about it. He goes, because there's this guy he sits next to all the time, I guess. And when they get to exciting parts of the fight they like grab each other and they get all excited they're like oh look you know he did this or whatever and now they're gonna have to be sitting across from each other and interesting it's kind of different it's gonna be it's gonna be weird do you ever watch um any of the ultimate fighter uh shows oh yeah so they used to do those things where um you know it was a they'd have a fight on the show but it would be like in a gym. So like it was basically just the coaches, the two fighters, obviously. Yep. So like, it's going to be kind of like that. So it's going to be weird. You know, I mean, it was actually, I remember watching the ultimate fighter. It was kind of interesting because you heard everything. You, you weren't really, you oh. didn't hear the crowd. You didn't get into that, but you heard like, Hey, it, he's doing this. You heard, you, know, you, heard get- you heard every hit, like just smack. Oh. And then the coaches and stuff. So, Oh yeah, so I mean it'll be interesting, but I mean it's it's what we got to do in order to get some sort of sports back. But they're going to do it in in an arena, huh? Yeah, in Florida. Weird. Do you know? You, do you know which it's one? It's going to be a small. No, it's going to be a small one. It might even be. I wouldn't be surprised because you know, uh, uh, WWE, the wrestling. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. They've been doing. They got a Florida uh, gym and arena that they have prospects go into so they can get a feel for it and have a, a small crowd and stuff. But the thing is, it, I mean, it's small enough to have less than, 
I, I don't know, 200 people in there, 150, 200 people in there. So it's small seating. It's, it's designed to be more of a training ground. But I wouldn't be surprised if that's something McMahon, you know, told uh, told Dana White, hey, why don't you just use my facility, you know? And they don't, they, they don't need a lot of room. No, no, and 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 the WWE thing's already set up with cameras and everything. So I've, I, I'm just, you know, saying it, maybe it could happen like that. I just don't see them in a big arena down in Miami somewhere where there's normally 20,000, 30,000 people. And it's like, you know, why wouldn't you just, because you're going to have to run out the building anyway. Right. You could do a high school gymnasium and no one would know the difference. No, but it'd be kind of, that's actually, it might even be cooler having it in a high school gymnasium. Maybe seeing some of these uh, uh, NBA games in a high school gymnasium. <laughs> you know, or Yeah, or, yeah, exactly. Or college or whatever, but like, you know, some, somewhere where there's like, 10 rows or whatever, you know, not hardly anything. Shit. Playing football, the NFL starts in, football starts in the high school stadiums, uh, like a uh, stadium high school. <laughs> you yeah, know. Stadium high school. Some, sta- I mean, that, stadium high school in Tacoma could host any football game, really. I mean, it's fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. And it's got that cool look, you know. I mean, it's, it's, it looks, I mean, if you look at it, if you put a grown adults in there that are, it almost looks like a gladiator arena. You know what I mean? Totally. But, uh, now we'll see what happens, but yeah, that happens tomorrow. So, uh, that's kind of why I wanted to do a little, little recap today, just cause I've been watching a lot of Joe Rogan today and, uh, you know, seeing that coming up, I thought that'd be kind of interesting. See, I had, maybe the highlights tomorrow. I had no idea about this fight with nobody in it i mean like i said i haven't really been paying much attention not that i don't love the sport or anything but i know that there, the hey. big the biggest fight i was looking forward to was uh khabib versus ferguson and then that got can- mm-hmm. that got canceled because that was supposed to happen i don't know like fucking early april Last yeah and so i don't know if that's been on put on this card or not i think that that fight should be saved for a real audience they those guys d- deserve it they're just too high level all i know yeah. is, all, all i know is all i know is john jones is not going to be fighting anytime soon <laughs> did you ever watch that video of him getting arrested in in late march no he might be he might be fighting in the uh behind the bars though yeah no shit no one wants to fight that guy behind bars. He'll fucking kill you. Well, true, but I mean, you get a couple of those mean motherfuckers in there that are just like, you know, he disrespected me, and they take a couple of shanks at him. I mean, you might be able to disarm him, but if they got like four or five of them coming at him, I mean, that might be a little harder. I don't know, man. That, that, you know, it only takes one shot, you know? One lucky shot will knock somebody out. So everybody's vulnerable, even John Jones. So... Watch your, butt, yeah. watch your butthole, dude. <laughs> watch, <laughs> watch your butthole. Oh, no. He's going to go in looking like John Jones coming out, looking like Dennis Rodman. <laughs> I don't know what that's Colored supposed to mean. Hair, <laughs> earrings everywhere, wearing a dress. Yeah, Rodman's an interesting dude. Uh, I don't know what his deal is, why he's so... I mean, I don't think he's gay. 
Maybe he's bisexual. He's flamboyant. I don't know. I, he's friends who with Who knows? He dated Carmen Electra forever. If that girl told me to put on some oh, lipstick yeah. and nail polish, I would be like, all right, whatever. He did date Carmen Electra. What a lucky bastard. Dude, they had sex. The the story is they had sex in the on the uh, practice uh, uh, the practice uh, basketball court of the uh, uh, Chicago Bulls. No right shit, in the middle. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, he was an interesting character, Rodman. He uh, he still is. You know when it? Oh, totally. You know the the thing I didn't realize is that he uh, you know obviously he came from the Pistons and all that. But uh, when he went to Chicago, right. he never talked. He never talked to Jordan outside of basketball. He never talked to him out off the court. He ne- they ne- it's not like they always they hung out or anything. He Rodman when he went there, he's like, "All right, I know we're here for championships. The job, you know, I'm here for. I'm here for the job. I'm here for championship. My job is to get more rebounds than anybody. And for a for a full decade, Rodman was the number one. Pretty much every year except one year he was second. But every year when he was basically with the with the well through the nineties, he was uh um the leading rebounder in the league every year. Yeah. I mean he was a fantasy basketball guy's wet dream, really. I mean he just Oh gold mine. I think I mean back to I remember when I was a kid, this is before internet fantasy basketball, but um we used to do the drafts by like paper and then you'd keep the stats according to like USA today. Cause they would just post all the games once a week. So you go, yeah. th- go through and you kind of stat your own guys, but um, yeah, he was awesome. Like he, him um, Stockton too. He was Mr. Assists. He'd, he'd have at least 10 assists a game. Um, but yet he was an anomaly. There wasn't too many guys that could, just rebound like that don't don't uh you know rely on to shoot but uh i did see on that uh the last dance i saw a couple uh highlights of that <laughs> he was falling back and just drained a three out of nowhere <laughs> dude i want to i want to see that last dance uh the last guy i heard that i actually uh perked up you know because the whole last dance it's actually you know, who is the GOAT, who is the greatest of all time. And, you know, LeBron James has always been trying to fight for that. Like, oh, you know, if, you know, if any of the, any of the greats are, you know, where he's, you know, were today, he would dominate in his mind or in, like, people that really like him think. And Shaq came along and he said the best thing. He goes, he goes, when you're the greatest of all time, you don't talk about how you are. Other people tell you how you are. Correct. You know, so if you if you're even in the conversation for greatest of all time, you just shut your mouth. You Jordan just would, Jordan would even say, like in interviews, like I'm not here to talk about, you know, am I the best player of all time? Am I this this or am I the that? I'm just here to win games and championships, you know. And if people want to say that, fine, but you know that's not what I'm thinking about. And he that's he'd say it totally. Straight-faced well, that's, and that's the, humble about it. That's the mindset you got to have is because you don't know how long your career is going to last. You just got to play every game like it's your last and, they, and the hardest you're going to, you know. And Jordan always did. And in fact, if Jordan 
wasn't there, the thing a lot of people don't realize is how good Scottie Pippen really was. Oh, he was awesome. You take Jordan out, Scottie Pippen might have been the league MVP. Probably. You know, because you got to remember if they take Jordan out, let's say Jordan just never existed. Scotty's there, Rodman's there. You still got to put a, a, a third guy in there. You got Kerr shooting three points all day long. Well, there were t- there were two but years where um, it, it was just Scotty, and you know because Jordan retired, yeah. and then the Houston Rockets won two in a row. He wasn't even close to the MVP. Hakeem Olajuwon, I think, won it one, if not both, of the years in a row. Um, well, you got to have that. Got to have the top three. When LeBron was always good, he had. Dwayne Wade, and he had that other guy. I forget that other tall guy, but I mean, there's always a, a great basketball team has to have three powerful players, if not two. Like, you can have Shaq and Kobe, you know. We all remember NBA jams. We get Moses Malone and, you know. Moses Malone? <laughs> we, no. That's... And then remember, like, the Sonics, it was Gary Payton and Sean Kemp. I mean, because on NBA Jams, it's just two-on-two, two, right? Right. But when you're on a, an NBA team, it's really, it's five-on-five, five, which three of the guys are pretty much the dominators. You're right. You like, know, I mean, you, you look at, walk. yeah, who was their third? Duncan, Robinson, and who? Oh, that fucking, yeah. that, that European Duncan guy. Oh well, you got to throw a white guy in there somewhere. Yeah, I forget what his name was, but he was really good no, too. No, it wasn't. A, no, he wasn't a European. He wasn't a white guy. He married uh, that girl from Desperate Housewives. Uh, Barker, Barker Baker. Barker. Oh yeah, uh, Tony, Tony Parker. Tony Parker. He was a stud. He was, but I think he was after the uh, David Robinson time. But he was definitely there when. Uh, Tim Duncan, those guys were the most boringest team in the NBA, winning like two, three championships or four championships or whatever they won. It, it's amazing. It's just not too many teams have the spark or the the energy that you remember seeing with the Bulls. No, and it's funny. I I saw an interview with Rodman. Uh, I don't know why I saw a bunch of Rodman videos this week, but um, he's sitting in an interview with like Dan Patrick or something like that, and and it's you know. Wh- it's a recent interview within the last like year or two. And yeah. They're like, okay, if Jordan is back in the NBA today in this environment, what would he score? And he goes 50 a game. No question about it. And then they like, they asked that question to like two or three other people. And they all said like 50 a game, 50 a game, 50 a game. I mean, oh, yeah. what does that say about the NBA right now? Like it's weak, right? I mean, well, you got to remember back in the day, back in the day, that back when the Pistons, remember, before Rodman went to the, the Chicago, he was with the Pistons, and the Pistons were considered the bad boys. And, I mean, there was stuff where, I mean, pushing, shoving, I mean, it, it was a lot more contact, uh, you know, bench clearing. People got in an argument, the whole bench would, I mean, so they kind of clamped down on all that, you know, and I don't know why, because that was such a good, it's, it's, it's a game. It's a, it's a, it's what these guys do professionally. And when you do something like that, you're going to have passion. 
if somebody gets in your face and tells you you're you're a chump, you can't you know you can't defend me this and that, and you go back and forth and you steal the ball from him a couple of times, he might get all up in your face. I mean, these guys are you know all have a boiling point, but I mean, I kind of miss that. Let let athletes be athletes. If you got to find them, find find them. But when you got referees calling technicals and kicking people out of games and trying to control people's overall composure, it's like they're grown men. Let them. If they're going to be assholes, let them be assholes. Charles Barkley. You know. You know. I think that I think that uh, you know when you're talking about. Uh, you know, let them play or whatever, and they start clamping down on shit. That's kind of right about the era. I mean, Rodman kind of invented the flop, you know, and now you see it every other play. I mean, it's people like just trying to draw. Yeah, they draw. Yeah, they. (laughs) but people are trying to draw fouls, and it's just not the same game. It's a like, oh, gotcha type of game instead of like just balls out, like just playing, you know, uh, with a lot of passion. That might be why Rodman said, "Hey, today he could score fifty points. Why? Because nobody could touch him. He's, yeah. he's got that athletic edge over most people, where he can, you know, go at you and then jump back and do a little fadeaway. I mean, he did that fadeaway shot all the time. Yeah, not that only not only what he's, he, was he really good, but like, I mean, he also has a mental edge where, uh, you know, he just fucking he wanted to win every single game." And, you know, like, there's a story about uh, the Bulls playing the Hornets or something like that. And it was, like, game four or something like that. And it was, like, tied 2-2 or something like that. Like, I don't know. Like, Charlotte was on the way out. And uh, Muggsy Bogues get the, gets the ball. Little short Muggsy Bogues. Five foot four or whatever the hell he was. And uh, Jordan's guarding him. You know, time's winding down. Three, two, one. And... Jordan goes, shoot it, you little midget. <laughs> you fucking midget. <laughs> misses, completely misses it. And uh, I was watching this countdown thing, another fucking stupid online video. But uh, they think, you know, like, I mean, statistically, if you look from that shot forward, like Muggsy Bogues was never the same. <laughs> they say Jordan ruined him with, no. ruined him with one, one phrase. Shoot it, you fucking midget. Hey, Jordan said that now. If anybody said that in the league nowadays, that'd be considered a hate crime on short people. Seriously. <laughs> uh, no, there's some good games. Hey, talking about athletes, talking about guys that have made some good money. You hear about uh, Jake Cutler? No. Quarterback, quarterback uh, for the Bears and whatnot. Played about a decade in the league. I know who he is, but what 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 do you do? He made some money. No, no. So uh, his wife, <laughs> his wife is divorcing him, and okay. you know why? To take his money. She says he, she says he's lazy and he has he's not motivated anymore. He just all he does is he sits at their their farm in Tennessee and hangs out with with their uh, three young kids. He's like, he's lazy. He doesn't have a job anymore. I want to divorce him. She wants this some money. made over a hundred. Well, she's just, no. This is that whole thing where, like, women are, like, 
Remember when I told you that like some girls are up there so far that they don't think there's a guy out there that's good enough for them. They always want to change them. They always want to, you know, create them in their own image. Once they get that ring from you, now now you lost everything. You're just not that's the what same. She's kind of doing, it? dude. And she was a she was an attractive actress from some shitty TV show, The Hills or something. She probably made a couple million in her life, but. Oh, this this guy that was a professional athlete, and when it comes to quarterbacks, he's one of thirty some athletes in the world that is good enough in the world that's good enough to do that job. And there's only thirty of them. He might not have been the best quarterback, but he made enough where he's making over ten million a year. I mean, he made what one hundred twelve million in his life. I, he was a so top. He, he was a top ten, top five quarterback for a couple of years, though. I mean, for sure. I mean. Yeah, in the last couple of years, he was he was more injury-ridden, so he, he didn't play as much, and he got a decent check. But, yeah, as soon as she saw him sitting on the couch and doing, she said, we're getting a divorce. And he's just like, really? And they did a TV show, because she's trying to sell jewelry, so they did a TV show, it was like in its third season. And when you see her on the TV show, she's it's just amazing how she down talks him like she talks about how she loves her husband and stuff. But it, it, for a lot of women, it's what, what can you do for me? You know what I mean? She just, and, ain't, uh, she ain't getting it no more. So she handed him papers. Well, she, she was talking about divorce and he actually filed for divorce before she did, because all he really wants to do is hang out with the kids and she wants full she wants full um, uh, custodial care of the kids where he only gets part-time and like visits. And he's like, I'm retired. I have a hundred, I have 60 million in the bank. I got nothing to sale. do. I got nothing to do, but <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, it's just these women that try to like poor old Prince Harry. You hear what happened to him today? For this last couple of days? I haven't been on TMZ lately. <laughs> it's just like where you give up the stories. <laughs> where are you getting this information? Anyway, what happened to Prince Harry? I just, I, I watch a lot of YouTube and what different news networks and whatnot, because they're living in uh, Canada Canada's right it. now. They don't want to necessarily move down here. But she's an animal. She's like doesn't believe in killing animals and anything. And you know, he was in the military and he used to hunt when he was younger and he's got a really cool, like couple, three or four rifles. Well, they're not making a lot of money. She had him quit being a prince because she wanted to do her own thing and wanted. Oh yeah. Know, so Harry, Harry's the younger one married to Megan Markle and Harry, they're in Canada or girl. something like, like now. Like, is that the deal? Oh yeah. But, but they're eventually going to move to LA because she wants to restart her acting career. But she's using so she's using making, that motherfucker. Oh, she's I I give it three four years till I bet you he's divorced from her. I mean the poor guy looks miserable. I mean most women they want to they they always dream about becoming a princess. She became a princess and she goes ah eh, this ain't good enough for me. I don't want, you know, I don't want to be treated like this. I, I want to do my own thing. I don't like, you know, 
So she doesn't want people telling her what to do. She gets to Canada, tells her husband she's he's not going to be uh, hunting anymore. And since he's not, and he's like, okay. And she goes, well, since you're not hunting, you don't need those guns. And he's like, well, these are like custom made guns. And these are, were, these are royal guns. Well, <laughs> they were given to a royal, which is him. And she goes, I don't care. We're not making a lot of money right now. This is probably what she's thinking. We're not making a lot of money right now. We're gonna not getting any money from from your family. And he's like, "Well, we're not getting any money from the family. We're not getting any money from your family. You made me basically disown my family. I had to renounce my uh, royal status in order to be with you to make you happy. And now you're making me sell my prized gun because you're not going to allow me to hunt anymore. And the guy who basically bought him from him, I think he bought him from him." Not because it was like Prince or anything, you know, I think he bought him from him thinking that maybe one day down the road, Harry will want to buy him back, you know, quite possibly. And, uh, yeah, but he sold these guns for like 40 or 50 uh, euros a piece and uh, uh, 40,000 or 50,000 euros a piece, which is what, 60, 70,000 dollars American and uh, a lot of money for a gun. Yeah, and uh, so she's she's made him. She separated him from his, his friend. He's in a different country where none of his friends, none of his family are. He was super tight with his brother. She doesn't let that happen anymore. She told him he can't be a man anymore and own any guns. So, so he had to sell those. So it's just one of those things where she, a woman just chirping a little that away, little away. Making every making the guy more miserable every day, and then going to get to the point like, you know, you're not the guy I fell in love with, and da 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 da. Like Jay Cutler's wife, you're you're lazy, you know, whatever. I'm I'm going to divorce you, and it's like some of these women, once they change it, they're never going to be happy anyway. Again, quite possibly, but um, you know, that's why I think uh, everybody in every situation should just try to look for something that uh, they actually want and uh you know there's seven well, the billion there's seven billion people on the planet 300 300 million in the u.s you know i mean mm-hmm. i mean i honestly think that the right woman for me probably does not live in washington i think she lives in texas <laughs> Texas is a good spot. It's I, a big enough spot. I think she lives in Texas. Well, if she, if she has a cool friend or a sister, you let me know. I got to find my girl. I don't know where she's at, but I thought she—I thought I got one imported from California. That one went sideways. Well, you know, I mean, from California. Hey, maybe we're not perfect either. What's that? Maybe we're not that perfect neither, but I don't think we're the type of guys that would get into a relationship and be like, you know, you're pretty and everything, but I want to change you. Yeah, yeah, I'm not trying to change shit. That's just too much work. It's just too much work, and uh, you know, you gotta connect. It should be it should be easy. It's not going to be perfect, but because uh, you're not going to find someone that's exactly, you know. I don't even think if you had someone that was exactly like you, that would be good. They got to be a little different. You, you get bored. You want somebody that's different from you, but somebody that's not going to try to 
change it. Could you imagine if you all of a sudden dated somebody and she didn't believe in like fighting or violence and she told you that she didn't want you to practice uh, uh, martial arts anymore? She didn't want you to train or spar. She's like, no, that's too violent. I don't want to bring her kids around any of that. Okay, you want to see how fat and um, angry I get? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, shit. Well, then you don't teach your then you don't teach your kids, and they get beat up by the bullies at school, and you're just like, oh god. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, can't teach the kid self defense now. What the fuck's going on here? I yeah. Uh, if some, if a girl asked that of me, uh, I would have to just say, that's it. Sorry. Or I mean, you're just gonna have to get over it. I mean, one or the other. So, something's got to give because uh, that ain't stopping at, ever. I think. I think in I think in relationships, one of the best things guys or girls could do is bite their tongue once in a while, or like a, or like a Abba and Preach say, "St, what? Shut the fuck up." Stfu. Shut the fuck up. You know, because you're you know, if you're a woman, you don't bitch. You're probably gonna get your way, but once you start bitching, oh man, it's like we got to go through this every time. It's like if you just be quiet, you know. We're probably going to do what you want to do. This this is the most bitter conversation about women in the past, like, 10 minutes. (laughs) Well, I just felt bad for Cutler. I felt bad for Cutler. I mean, think about that. A great guy. All he wants to do is he's he's made millions. He doesn't have to work another day in his life. Let's say he only is tenth of what he's supposed to have in the bank. Let's say he has six million. Shit. He could easily live on that for a long time, but he's it's fine. not good enough. He's fine. No, it's not. But it's not good enough for the mom. Well, she's a cunt. That's a weird so thing. the that's that's the end of that. I mean, shit. I don't know. Yeah, let's get rid of this conversation. Let's get rid of that conversation. You don't even know her name, but she's from the hills. So I, I've got a idea of like maybe one or two of those girls, but uh, I don't know their names. I have to look it up later. Fortunately, uh, I got one of those shitty cell phone services where I can't talk to you and I can't get on the internet at the same time. And uh, I'm afraid if I got on the internet on the uh, iPad, we might lose the recording. And I don't want to do that either. And I don't have my laptop. No, out. I don't have my laptop on the porch, so I have no way of verifying any of this information you're saying. I'm just going to have to believe you. <laughs> Her name is Kristen. Cavalieri. Oh yeah, I know who that is. She is a cunt. She was so. She is a cunt. She was a, a stuck-up priss on the show. Um, my ex-girlfriend used to watch it all the time. So you know, if I'm in the room, I'm like, that's on. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And then she tried to talk. She tried to talk to me about it, and she goes, "Can you believe blah blah blah?" And she would just tell me all about their lives, and I'm like, "Why don't get off your ass and?" Let's make our own fucking live drama. Stop watching other people's yeah. shit. Besides, it's a it's it's a made up character, by the way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly. a made up character that's not going to affect anything in your life. All you got to all you got is something to talk about, some rumors, some gossip. And it's like, oh, people, people that you don't even know that aren't even real people. You care more about what they think than you're living with. You know, it's you know, it's funny. Yeah. Funny when I was um, working for the old pot factory, the owners of that company um, were one was an actor, 
and the other one was a cinematographer. And the mm-hmm. c- cinematographer guy uh, recorded all of the uh, hills and, uh, God, what was the other one? There was one before that. The OC. Those two shows had overlapping characters, but they were all produced by MTV. And he worked for MTV for like, I don't know, a decade or something like that. But <laughs> what a wild. That was, that was actually, those were MTV shows? Yeah, they were both, both MTV shows. They were reality shows back in the, right when reality shows became a thing, like 2004, 5, 6, something around there. MTV was so much better when it was uh, what it was actually named, music television. Like you could turn it on any time of the day and there's music videos. Well, that's why they, that's why, that's why they invented like MTV four or whatever it is now. <laughs> Cause that one actually does have music videos, but uh, yeah, they kind of lost their way. They just tried to expand their content and make money. Make all made all these crappy TV shows without really weird people like the Jersey Shore. Oh, God. Remember Snooky? Oh, God. Who could forget? <laughs> I met a real-life Snooky, like a girl that looked just like her. Little, short, Italian girl, olive skin, little little chubby, and uh, man, she just thought she was hot shit. Big, big tits. And... Uh, she fucking I worked with her and uh yeah she was interesting her uh had a chance her portfolio wasn't, had a chance portfolio wasn't as good as she thought it was no I had a chance but like you just look at her a couple of times and I'm like ugh bleh. hey sometimes there's I you know it's one of those things I don't care how good it looks the older I get I don't care how good it looks. If if <laughs> if you even give me a sense that there's going to be issues, I I, I run away so quick. Right. The, the, I mean, it's not that she. I mean, she's not a ten, but she's not definitely not an ugly girl. I mean, she, I thought she was very pretty, and uh, but the attitude and the, you know, I don't know, personality goes a long way with me. People don't ask. That's one thing that Gonzo was talking about the other day is a lot of people talk a lot and they don't got any talent. That's all they you got. Know what I mean? It's all they got is talk. It's all, it's all that fake it till you make it. Um, kind of what we're doing right now. Being radio yeah, but we'll, talk show yeah, host. But you, <laughs> the only difference, the thing is, the only difference is we're recording this. We always talked about recording these garage sessions for a long time, and now we're finally doing it. And more than anything, I think it's more for me. I like to, I've been listening to like a lot of our older podcasts. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I listen to all the Gonzos. I, I didn't get a chance to listen to the monthly today. I listened to the Alex and, you know, I've listened to everything except maybe two podcasts right now. And if it was, it's more reflective. That's good. That? No, that's good. Uh, I think, uh, more reflective. I think we're at like 13 total, but, uh, we're mi- including this one, but, uh, we're missing angries. Unfortunately got deleted. So, but, uh, 11 shows on the SoundCloud right now. So it doesn't even feel like 11. 
we're not. We're I, honestly, I don't think we're really doing shows. It's more or less just talking, like we normally would. It's garage talk. Well, that's what that's what these shows are. They're just a fucking conversation. I just I don't have to. There's now have to put a lot of glitz and glam in, in them, and I'd guarantee you, uh, when we start putting it on iTunes and YouTube, you'll see a difference. Mm-hmm. There will be. Um, people that just watch it for no fucking apparent reason other than the fact that they like the conversations and they like the whoever we got on. And I think it'd be interesting if we do them for like, a, let's say, two years from now and we keep up at least a once a week pace. I'd be curious to see which uh, shows are more popular than others and on which platform. That'd be interesting. No, that'd be cool to see. That'd be cool to see. Like I said, all we are is we're we're putting something out there to see if anybody likes it. But I mean, when it comes down to it, it's whether or not we like it or not. Because if we don't like it, we're not going to do it and call each other. Right. Well, I think but, I think I think these first few. I mean, it's going to be once we hit twenty five. I think well, we'll we'll have a really smooth rhythm. You know, to all these, uh, maybe more, maybe less, but. Um, we're, we're figuring it out as you go, and as you go through the different dates, uh, start on the first one, and you listen to you know either today's show or uh, another one. You know they get cleaner and they get better, and sometimes not. But uh, <laughs> no, but a lot of times we we figure out a conversation. And we're like, hey, we could do a whole episode or a couple episodes on just a topic we think of, right? You know. But, I mean, I think pretty good with focusing on certain topics we talk about and keeping it with that, and then just I don't you know. I, I don't think that there's any um, need for effort to like okay unless we I don't think there's any need for effort for us to like pre-plan them really because we kind of talk about the same shit anyway. Like your interests aren't going to oh, change, yeah. my interests aren't going to change. I mean, maybe slight variations as time goes on, but generally speaking. You, you're not going to stop knowing what you know and trying to force in something new, like, oh, we do a news segment or we do a segment on the TMZ Jay Cutler shit. Like, you just just spout out whatever you see, you know? I mean, because what you see and what I see isn't what everybody else sees. And I think it's also interesting uh, to use these as, like, time reference. So, like, we talk about what we see, and we listen to them again a year from now. We're like, oh shit, that's when that happened. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, gotta give me a second here. I got a little little neighborhood cat. You getting robbed? Homeless. No neighborhood cat. Like a cat. Oh, kitty cat. I, I thought you said something else. No, his name's Max. Max the stray. Yeah. Yeah, he's a black and white. He's not sure which side of the fence he's on. We had a stray. Uh, we, we, no, we had a stray black cat roll through here today. That was that's never happened. He's just looking for a new summer house. Yeah, not welcome, kitty. Get out of here. Oh, <laughs> uh, now you're gonna have Peta. All of a sudden, they're gonna be the only people that listen to no, us now and fuck, censor us. Now we fuck talk. that. Fuck that. Get out of here. Beat it. Beat it. 
Yeah, no, you're not you're not an animal guy though, are you? Uh, I like dogs. I like I do like cats, but I don't like cats in the house. Uh, if I had a little cat that just came by and meow meow, okay, here's some food, and you go back out to killing fucking birds and whatever you do. I don't like cats in the house just because they fucking stink. Like they're shit box and they pee everywhere. You don't know it, but your cats are pissed all over the place. Just a little here. Oh no, that's why. A little there. Well, that's why I had to rip out all the carpet at the house. There's no carpet in the house anymore because it was saturated with certain cat urine. Right. I had a condo. You know, I-, I had a condo, and we we had a cat. Uh, my sister and I lived there, and she's like, oh, I want to get a cat. And I'm like, all right, fuck. So we get a cat, and this thing was hell on wheels, man. It was like a fucking, acted like a feral cat, and it was the wildest fucking thing. It'd attack your fucking legs. It'd, it'd claw the shit out of, like, my fucking deck, my leather couch, pissed all over the place. Fuck, it was just. You should have sent that cat to go live with the Lion King. He would have. Got that cat straightened out real quick. Well, I'd, I'd send it off to the wild. <laughs> Could, <laughs> couldn't, couldn't take it much longer, so I, I got to get rid of this cat. So You treated the cat like an 18-year-old kid. All right, it's time to leave the house. You think you're such a badass. Go prove it. Yeah, go go cross somebody and go attack somebody else's legs. Fuck, dude. Couldn't, couldn't take it. I couldn't. Now, you couldn't yeah, tell my well, sister, but yeah. uh, she thought I gave him away to a farm. And to this day, she still thinks that cat's on that farm. She just asked me like three months ago, you did give it away to that farm, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, nice people. <laughs> nice people, yeah. I go visit the cat every uh, three months. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, no, they, but- they don't send me fucking postcards. <laughs> Animals are cool. I've had a little bit of everything. I've actually gotten more accustomed to to cats. I mean, I'm a dog person. I've had a couple of cool dogs in my life, but the cats that I got now, they're all right. And they get better the older they get because that way they're not, they move slower. They don't require a whole lot. They don't require a lot. Just make sure they got water, a spot on the bed. They always like to get up, you know, they like to be around you, but not necessarily touching you. I noticed that they'll they'll come over when they want to be petted, and then when they've had enough, they like go to the foot of the bed or they get off the couch or whatever. And you're like, hey, I thought we were, I thought we were, you know, I thought we were bonding here. Now you're just gonna leave me, you bastard. I don't know. I I like uh, so I, when I was a kid, I had a golden retriever, and I was. I was active, but I'm not, wasn't nearly as active as I am today. Like I don't, didn't go for like a fucking run just because I felt like it. Like that felt like a chore, but, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, we eventually moved out of that house. Like I, I moved out of the house and my parents and my sister ended up moving into apartment they couldn't take the dog. So, uh, we gave it to, uh, my aunt and she loved the dog and, uh, Uh dog died. And uh, she got another golden retriever. That one died. And then recently, uh, within, I don't know, a year or two ago, she got another golden retriever. 
And uh, I was up living up in this area, and uh, I'd take the dog for fucking run all the time because we live close by. And uh, we'd go on. I'd just take this little fucker on these epic runs, and he loved it, man. Dude, he fucking loved it. That's what I want in a dog, you know, like one that you can take and go do shit with. I mean, we took uh, that dog and a lab up a mountain. Which mountain did we go? Fucking Rattles, mm-hmm. Rattlesnake Ridge did that hike. Dude, that was fucking oh, awesome. Yeah. awesome. They bust, basically carried our asses up the hill. And they were, the yeah, they were like our best fucking tool, you know? I mean, because they're, they're like, let's go. And fucking, we're just hanging on the le- leash and they're pulling us. So, like, it, it takes a little resistance off that climb. Well, they're super loyal too. I mean, if if all of a sudden you guys came across a bear or a or a, a like a mountain lion or you know something that's more predatorial, they they would. It's just their instinct. They would throw themselves in between you and the the predator, and they would pretty much sacrifice their lives if you were going to be okay. I mean, dogs have a lot of loyalty. Yeah, they do. I don't know if they know that or not. I mean, but they they seem like they... I always wondered about that with animals, if they have the same type of consciousness as humans, you know? Are they self-aware? They have some sort of, like... Uh, they understand emotion. They understand when you're happy and you're sad. And, you know, they, 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 oh. f- they feel emotion, too. So, like, there's some, you know, connection there between cats, too. You know, they've got some sort of sense of human feelings and things like that so i i think that uh yeah there's definitely something there they're definitely different uh you know well they definitely know and they they definitely feel lost because i know when we had to put we had we had four cats at one time and we had to put one of them down um the vet said there's nothing we could do and it, the cat lived a long life and we had to put them down and you know you could tell the cat was hurting at the house the cats were always kind of around him looking, not sure what's going on. But as soon as we came home and they, they realized for a good month that, you know, the cat, the, their buddy was missing. Their buddy wasn't coming back. Then they got over it, you know? Well, yeah, like, I mean, humans get over it too, but I mean, you could definitely tell that the, the cats, you know, that, that was probably a little brother to him, you know, or a big brother the cat was older. I was thinking. Uh, I was thinking it's crazy to see those videos of like, uh, you know, maybe someone was deployed in the military or something like that, and they're gone for a couple of years, and they come back, and the first thing is they see their dog. You ever see those videos? The dog's like, who, mm-hmm. the fu- who the fuck is that? And then they all of a sudden they realize it, and they just fucking lose their shit. They remember, man. Dog, loves, dog loves them most more than sometimes their family does. <laughs> you know, it's true, and that's true in most circumstances. I don't what know. kind of you think you'd build in lab again, or you you think you would get something else? You know, um, a friend of mine has a uh, black lab, and I, I had him for a couple days. He had to take off for a while, and uh, that was the coolest fucking dog, man. Like he just down to do whatever, and then like when it was time to chill out, he just fucking like he'd jump up on the couch with you and just shove his head on your lap and just kind of like lay down with you and like just like all right man let's it's time to chill right so they just come up and just fucking <laughs> he was he was he was a super lover 
but uh, he was also down to go, you know, on these massive fucking runs and play catch and shit. Mm-hmm. He's a good dog. They are truly man's best friend. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, once I once I you know get my own place, no roommates, uh, I definitely get a dog. I think it'd be more of a lap dog for me. I'd get something smaller, maybe like a schnauzer. I had a schnauzer before that was awesome. I had a little guy named Leo. Yeah. Well, you are a cat guy. And he was a You are a cat guy. You got to get something around the same size. (laughs) Well, no, Leo was cool because, I mean, we'd take him in the car all the time. We'd take him to the little dog parks. And, you know, I basically... The last dog I, I basically that was mine. The reason I had a dog in my life was because my ex had had the dog. It was a rescue dog, and so I'm like, well, if I'm dating her. He kind of comes with it. I wasn't a big fan of it back then because I was a little younger. But I got hanging out with the dog, and I remember when I broke up with the girl, I realized I was going to miss the dog more than I was going to miss her. <laughs> real pos- no. r- real life. It was a weird feeling, but I, I really, I had that conversation. I told a whole bunch of friends, I go, you know, I, I thought I was going to marry this girl and things didn't work out, but I, I'll be damned. I miss the dog more than I miss her. Well, fuck, man. The way that people are these days, you know, they'd much rather have dogs than kids, and I wouldn't be surprised, you know, I mean, you can marry your pet pretty soon. Bitch, in the next 10 years, you'll be able to marry a dog, for real. The world's going weird. It's going weird, it's man. Softy, softy make soft pants. Oh God! I People are weird. People are weird. People are weird. I don't know. I think. I think in the next ten years, you're going to see more, a lot more of these. Uh, it's weird to say, but you, I wouldn't be surprised if in the future you see a lot more of these, like, uh, it's because it's coming into play, those sex robots. Oh, like the real you know life, I mean? the real life dog, but dolls, <laughs> the, the, ones a, you- the AIs they're putting. So they made these silicone or, uh, they call them something else. Silicone or TPE love dolls. So mm-hmm. weird, but there's some, uh, manufacturers, especially in Japan, where they're putting computers, microchips and shit into these, uh, into these, uh, basically mannequins and then giving them joints. So they actually, I mean, in 10 years, you know, everybody remember when you were younger, we were always thinking like the Jetsons, we're going to have a robot made at one point. Mike, under the point where we have a robot wife. You have a service doll. Well, Hey, she shuts the fuck up. She could clean the house, and uh, they could make it, it pretty realistic. Together. You know, I don't know. I I can if if I was if I didn't have a, you know, a real woman. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'd trade her out for the robot. I don't know. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. at least you could take her back if there is any sort of malfunction or warranty recall. Work work the robot into a threesome. Yeah, well, there's, uh, 
Wonder, yeah. wonder if your girl, would, I, wonder if your girl would worry about you like falling in, in love with the robot. All you, all you seem to do is just sneak off with the robot. Well, you're never in the mood. There's a well, not with you. You're never in the mood. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's. Like I said before, in a lot of different podcasts, is that there's a lot of guys choosing out there not to get married, and then you know the whole reason to get married is to have kids, and then if you don't want to have kids, what are you going to do? You're just going to be single your whole life. So you either get a dog or you get one of those, <laughs> one had, of those things. You add anybody, even a dog, into a living situation, you're gonna you're asking for problems. Nothing. Did you what? As said, you add anything to your living situation, even if it's a dog, you're asking for problems. Well, you're asking for responsibility. Because if you decide to, 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 to take on any of those, you know, any of those goals, which, you know, have kids, maybe get married or get a dog, maybe it's just as simple as getting a pet. It, you're, you're adding responsibilities to your, to your lifestyle in order to, get something you're hoping you're going to get. Maybe, maybe you get the, a comp, you know, the companionship of a, a cat or a dog that just, you know, I mean, dogs are awesome. Every time you come home, they greet you at the door. They want to hang out with you. They let you know when they got to go outside and do their deal. They don't shit inside the house, which is nice. It works for my aunt and uncle. They don't have any kids. They fucking love the dog. Gives them something to do together. Yeah. Go yeah, on, take them. They take them for walks all over the place. Sometimes, you know. Well, the nice, nice thing with the dog too. It's not like a kid that can be diabolical, and and you know, a lot of kids they know how to work their parents. You know, if they ask their mom for something, they go ask your dad. Then as soon as dad comes home, they go up to dad, and rather than ask him, they go, "Hey, mom said it's okay if if you said it's okay." Well, that's not what mom said, but you know, the dads are like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. But I mean, kids, kids can be very manipulative, but, but dogs in the other aspect, not really, not really. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. You need to get a dog so you can start running up in the mountains and maybe he can run alongside you when you're on your mountain bike going down the road. Fuck, I'd, if I get a dog that was, like, that smart or that, you know, like, trained, where you just take him off the fucking leash and he stayed within, like, 10, 12 feet of you, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. you have problems, you just call up the dog whisperer. My, my cousin had his dog super trained. It was unbelievable. Like This dog would just... Mm-hmm. That wasn't even tricks. It was just... He knew when to go, stop, whatever. He kind of just verbally controlled him like a robot. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, that's the thing with dogs, too, is that they need an alpha. You know what I mean? All, all dogs are, all dogs, all animals come from the animal kingdom, and there's always an alpha, whether it's cats or dogs or lions or monkeys or whatever. And if you're going to bring somebody in your house you got to be kind of the alpha or or they'll start they'll they'll start to attack you true you know true they, i'm not letting a dog disrespect me fuck that 
<laughs> if you let a dog, if you let a dog run your life, you just shouldn't have a dog, I guess. But you don't, you don't really know unless you fucking, I don't know, borrow one for a while or try it out. Or for, you just don't want, you don't want to get that dog that that gets mad at you and then waits till you go to sleep and then he pees on your leg, <laughs> you know, or fucks up something in your house. You know, you're gone for too long, so he goes eats up your shoe collection. I thought about getting a I mean, German Shepherd, but like you know, those guys could go completely ass backwards you know like you could get the most fucking crazy you maybe just think he's playing with you but like fuck you up <laughs> you know that's why i think lab is probably the better way to go you know you can take that dog hunting you could uh you know do all that other shit ath- athletically but uh german shepherd fuck they're smart as hell but uh they they'll fuck a human up that's why the fucking military and the police use them well, yeah, I mean, they can be trained to be military type of dogs, you know. Yeah. But uh, so what should we? Know. So what should we do here? I'm gonna switch gears here a little bit. Mm-hmm. Talking about all right, we talk talking about talking dogs. About we talked about the goats. Goats. Talked about a little bit of everything today. What else is on your mind? I'm just thinking. Let's talk about the podcast for a second. Who? Uh, mm-hmm. Who do you think we got up next? I think we bring uh, Angry back in the mix. When do you want to do that? I, I don't know. I don't think he's working the next couple of weeks. Maybe we just call him tomorrow. Call him tomorrow. And then maybe we do a four-way call where we just we throw Gonzo on there, too, because we know those two would be have some good stories. You got to figure out how to do three-way on your phone, bro. Oh, because you can't do it on your side, can you? I can only do one at a time. I mean, I've got uh, I got two phones, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, they would well, be they wouldn't be able to hear they wouldn't be able to hear each other. That would be the problem. Like if well, I, Monday, I'm listening. I I mean, I can hook up different lines. But they wouldn't be able to hear each other. Like, for example, if I hooked in my laptop into the mixer right now, I'm like, oh, let's talk about a fucking yeah. YouTube video we talked about, and press play, uh, no one would hear it except for the after the recording. Like, you would have you wouldn't be able to hear it at all. I'd like to figure out a uh-huh. way so you can hear the whole mix. So, like, if we're like, hey, pull up this fucking YouTube video and press play. Okay, boom. Then we can actually have it as additional content. It's really the only thing that we're missing. Mm-hmm. Only thing we're missing. Uh, that that was the nice thing about doing it live together because you have a headset on and you're mic'd in versus calling in. So, but I don't know. This mm-hmm. this works pretty good. I mean, until, until we up- well, we're, we're gonna have to change, we're gonna have to change it up at some point. I I foresee down the future we're gonna eventually probably have to have it more of an in studio type of thing where. You're on one side of the table. I'm on the other side of the table. Somebody can show in, and we can call somebody, type of thing. We'll just upgrade the technology. I'm sure there's a way you can do it, like fucking Zoom or Skype or something like that. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But uh, Monday we might have a uh, Turney. Turney said that was the day he was going to be 
locked and loaded with a couple of beers and a joint or two. Perfect. So let's plan on that. And then, uh, maybe we get Hobsey back, see if he actually caught his raccoon. Yeah. We'll check in, see what the raccoon situation is all about. I Did think... you see those pictures he sent on Facebook? No, no, I, I didn't. Were they of the raccoons? Oh yeah. And he, and raccoons are, you know, when you take a picture of them, all you do is see these white, curly eyes looking at you, like, you know. And he said they were in his attic. So scared they're uh, willing to attack. <laughs> dude. Yeah, turn that into a pet. Well. How oh, do you have a dog or a cat? No, I got a family of raccoons. What? Pet raccoon. Fuck my uncle. My uncle used to let a raccoon in the house. I'm like, what the fuck is your problem? Why would you do that? He's like, oh, I, you know, he just comes in, he gets a little food from the cat, and he just gets on his way. I'm like, you're fucking insane, man. He's like, it's, Dude, a, it's okay. Talk, well, so remember our old buddy, uh, uh, Poker Joe? Oh, yeah. Cool. Joe, no. He, uh, yeah, you know, he lives on a, a piece of property where, you know, it's it's outside of the city, so you can actually fire your gun out there. Oh, he moved, he, he, he moved further away? No, he still lives away, but that property has always been able to fire guns out there. Oh, really? And, he just lives uh, off of a yeah. canyon or something out that towards that direction. Yeah, he just lives way down there, but he lives off canyon. But the thing is, he, Kenny was over at his house. So Kellner was over there. Kellner, he told Kellner, he goes, Hey, I want you to, uh, get in my backhoe because he had one of those, you know, John Deere thing. Yeah. And he goes, I want you to get in a backhoe and, uh, we're going to lift the, the, and the thing is, I just want you to sit in there and follow me around because I got a, I got a raccoon problem. And uh, he goes, what you, how do you know that? And he takes this light and he shines it in a tree right by his house. And there's, you can see like eight of these, eight sets of eyes peering out, looking at him. And he's like, no shit. And so Joe's out there and, and you know, he's always had his uh, gun selection. And uh, so he had his little spread on a table and he figured out what gun he wanted to take out. And he plinked off one raccoon after another. And so he, boom, boom, did drop. Did he make himself a, he make himself a raccoon skin hat? <laughs> oh yeah. He's all Davy Crockett. No, he's already got a mullet on his head. He doesn't need any more. Yeah. He's, he's already got a raccoon on his head, but Hey man, we've got like uh, maybe a minute left, but, uh, okay, well I'll finish. I'll finish. Let me finish with the story real quick. So he's shooting a couple of raccoons neighbor calls the cops on him. The cops show up, turn the lights off, cruise through, kind of approach him from the side, and they, they go, they, they go, uh, please, what do you, you know, please put your, put the weapons down. And he goes, oh yeah, sure, what's up? <laughs> no, no. You're not going to finish this we'll story. We'll have to finish the story now. We'll <laughs> yeah. finish it next time. All right. Well, we'll see you all next time, and uh, peace out for now. Peace. Bye. Peace.